0: Welcome to the Liberty Podcast with your host, Pastor Robert Maxey, Senior Pastor of Liberty Church of Baton Rouge. It's our prayer that this podcast should be life-changing for you and that you will share it with someone else. Now, here's Pastor Rob.
1: Pastor Robert Maxey, this is my lovely co-host.
2: I'm Minga Maxey here, and I pray you are all having a wonderful evening. We have not seen or talked to anyone for about three weeks. I hope everybody had a great uh, vacation and all that good stuff.
1: Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. We got some amazing people with us today. Yes, I'm excited. I call them giants.
2: That's what I'm talking about.
1: Our giants. We got Apostle, but she likes to be called Lady michael yes, lady Shawana mm-hmm. michael so, so last time we had you on the show was a while ago and uh, yes, i remember i asked you to, to to talk about yourself for a second you was like i'm lady michael and that was the last thing you said exactly. so, I, <laughs> so i want you to talk about yourself and and just uh tell us who you are and what you do and just give us a little bit about yourself
3: well, amen. Uh, first I want to thank you all, uh, for having, um, us on, having me on. So praise God for that. Um, but of course, like, uh, you said, I am Lady Shawanda Michael. I am the wife of Apostle, uh, Cardell Michael. We are, we, um, co-labor in the ministry that the Lord have given us, Higher Heights International Ministry here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I also have, um, my own uh, project that the Lord has given me that is called lady and the acronyms, uh, well, it stands for living, achieving your destiny. And so Mm -hmm. it's more mentoring, mothering, um, whatever, whomever is in my spheres, the Lord has just uh, put that mandate on my life to just bring them into that God-given destiny. Um, I do many things as I come to encouraging women. Uh, it, it's not just cater just to women, men, women alike. It doesn't matter. Uh, but in particular, uh, I just believe that that's one of the places where the Lord have me in helping, encouraging, and causing growth and bringing deliverance to His daughters. Amen, and so that Amen. is my
1: portfolio. I guess you would say. Awesome, awesome, and so great to have you on the show tonight, and and we also have Tyra Banks on the Ooh-hoo. show today. Tyra, Amen. what's going on?
0: Man, I'm so super excited to be here.
1: Come on, Tyra. Amen. So, so, lady, just uh, talk to us about all the many things that she do. And so you also have a plethora of things. You're one of the busiest people in America. So <laughs> would you talk to us about some of the things that you got on the burner?
0: Well, praise God that my busyness is not permanent. Amen.
1: Uh, <laughs> That's right.
0: To to sum up what I do and what I love, I am a business and financial coach and I help people and organizations discover their purpose, and then get the money right so they can live in their greatness every day. And so everything from strategic planning around finances to individual household finances, I'm licensed to do insurance and investments. uh, And Mm -hmm. I also teach free classes to help people learn the basics and the the fundamentals uh, so that you walk away empowered and able to manage and understand your own finances. So that's what I get excited about doing. I teach business classes. And so you're right, I do have a lot, but it's all around the same topic. Business right.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's great because we get to attack this subject on so many different levels tonight, and um, so the, what we're talking about is why New Year's resolutions fail. So we, I want to talk about it on on the spiritual aspect. And the physical aspect, and, and even the financial aspect, and many of us wake up on on New Year's with a new mindset on why why this year is going to be different than last year, and why we're going to do things differently spiritually. We're gonna we're gonna read our Bible more, we're gonna pray more, we're going to give more, right? And then financially, we're gonna save more. We're gonna buy that new house this year. We're gonna do so many great things this year financially. Um, we're gonna. Lose weight this year. We're going to eat better. We're going to do great things. And then at the end of it all, we, uh, like I I preached on Sunday, we stopped shooting IROs. Right? And so, why does that happen? Why do we uh, lose the motivation? Why? I read in the article that 82% of Americans uh, fail at their resolutions in February. And so, why does that happen? Why do we lose our motivations to go forward? So, I'm, I can't wait to get into this and to dive into this this subject. And I would love to hear what uh, what you think first, uh, Pastor Minga
2: Well, for me, I think why do people not uh, stick with their New Year's resolutions is because, um, for one, it's discipline. Um, if it's, you know, trying not to go straight biblical, you know, trying to stay right here in the, mm-hmm. in the natural sense of many, many things is because, um, for one, anyone who's a believer, we don't believe in that anyway. But um, it's discipline. If you wasn't disciplined before, it's not going to just magically happen mm-hmm. because the, the, the next day started. You know what I mean? So um, if in uh, New Year's resolution it has to be a lifestyle, it's right. not a, it's not a quick fix, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And you know, people say they have to wait till the beginning of the year, January first, or whatever. But you can, you can uh, change anything at any moment of the day, of right. the time, of the week, of the year. It doesn't have to be New Year's. Eve.
1: So we don't get to eat bad one more time, December thirty first.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can eat bad. We and- eat
1: one more time, and then we January first we could. Uh, Why? No.
2: Just because when the holidays come again, don't. <laughs> what do you think? Cause we don't change that fast. <laughs> right? <laughs>
0: right. I what love
4: you where think? you're going with
0: that. You know, the truth is we are a collection of thoughts, habits and actions. Right. How we think you know, it leads to these habits that we form. Right. So if I don't see myself as being a very fit person or if I'm not really in love with myself, to a place where I'm like, okay, I want to take care of my health so that I can be here for my grandchildren, right? So just using that as an example, that leads to certain habits, right? That might mean I don't wake up early to stretch or I'm not going to log into YouTube and make time. I'm not going to treat myself like a priority. Those habits, they lead to actions, right? So everyday steps that I take, it might be I'm emotionally eating or I prioritize other people's needs over my own. Or I'm saying yes to somebody. Oh, I'll come and work on this after five o'clock when I know that that's my walk-in time, right? And so we don't change that fast. So many times we think that we can say on, on January 1st, I'm a new creature. You're not because your thoughts have not changed. Your habits right. wow. have not exactly. changed. Your actions have not changed. Exactly. Proverbs 23 and seven says, uh, and I'm, I'm not saying this correctly, y'all, because I'm not one of those, I'm not at that level in the Bible yet, but it's something like, as a man thinking in his heart so is he yeah right and so mm-hmm. at that place what is really at the heart of the issue and I think out of the three things that I feel are often why our resolutions don't don't work that first one is what pastor Minga just pointed out we're not getting at the heart of the issue and yeah. oftentimes we have many reasons why we're in the place that we're in in life why we want to make a change. And oftentimes when we're scratching on the top of the surface, it could be something like my career isn't making me happy. I want to change it. I'm looking for a new job this year. Right. Really? What else is not making you happy? You're not living in your purpose. You haven't. I know you. if you uh, read my book, you'll know that for a long time. I felt like I didn't matter. I felt like I was walking on this earth without a true sense of who I was and what I was here to contribute. No job would have made me happy no career choice would have filled that that void and so many times it's by getting to the heart of the issue and not waiting on some special day or moment to make that happen
1: right right and 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 i guess that's the point because we're waiting on january 1st like it's a magical date that resets everything else and and that's the problem um this last this next minute could reset at everything. And this last second could reset anything. So why are we waiting on a magical date? Um your thoughts, Lady Michael.
3: Um, I totally first of all agree with um with uh, Pastor with Prophetess and uh Lady Tyra. Uh, one of the things I would like to add too is that what I've noticed uh throughout just my my personal life journey and the things that I know I had to change. One of the things I, I realized, like last year, the Lord had me to start something that says P30 from January 1st. And mm-hmm. doing that study, it showed me that... um it's habits that we have formed throughout life, throughout our life. Um, uh, sometimes it's habits that's formed through your family. Um, if your family had a type of, of procrastination or, or a lot of uh, stagnation that was going on and not sticking to something, mm-hmm. um, voids, emptiness in your life uh it would cause you to always have unfinished projects and all those different things. So for me, just saying the words I have a New Year's, New Year's resolution is just not enough. It it does take a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten process because it's a habit and 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 to break anything, so most sometimes unless true deliverance come, yes, of course, because we can't ex out God in this. Um, right. When true deliverance come, you can become mm-hmm. a new creature overnight in right. that second, in that instance, you could change. Um right. But because of uh, gener- our genealogy, our generational curse and all these different things that, and our makeup, just life as a whole. And, and that comes from trauma, issues, failing, mm-hmm. loss, gaining, all those different things. Like it have made our makeup. And unfortunately, some things lay on us as weight. And most of the time we don't realize it, that that is a weight that's keeping us from moving forward. We're ourselves in a perpetual cycle, constantly doing the same mm-hmm. thing over and over mm-hmm. and never breaking never getting a result in order to have a different, you know, a different uh, outcome, a different picture. And so so it's to me, I I find the hardest thing uh, for to do, even within myself at one point before I got to this place, is breaking strongholds. You like those strongholds are are like a a noose around your neck. You know, it's something that weighs you down and it keeps you so heavy. In life, and it keeps you constantly like uh, a cat chasing his tail or a hamster in the in the, in the cage. You know, it makes you feel like you're going somewhere, um, but you're not going anywhere. And so, so sometimes whenever we don't change our, our picture, we don't change the channel of life, uh, we can look at something and for all eternity and think that this is what success is. And this is a pit, pinnacle of success. Uh, like Lady Tara said something. She works pretty much in the same vernacular way I do as business, but her success level, even just as I hear her speak, is greater than mine as it come to the things that I want to accomplish in business. Right. So mm-hmm. just now, what it did for me, it changed the picture. So it always gives me a goal to reach, and so. But in, unfortunately, in society today, we have. We have came into this place to where it's a negative thing to look, uh, toward or look at your brother or sister and, 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 and be that, you know, let that be that earmark of that goal setting for you. We, we've been in a place where we are more, uh, with that, I call it a slave mentality that we have Mm. to always have a crap mentality and we can't know, we can't appreciate nor Uh, um, what do you call it? Um give someone uh their well the world say prompts but yeah Yeah. thank you that's the word I'm Mm looking for give someone their credit because it would mean uh you know it would it would shine a bad light on you. I don't think that I think those a lot of those things are 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 cave mentalities or cage or jail cells. You know it's it's like that place of our mind just being trapped. And so in that place I, I, I just think that just saying it is not enough. You have to have uh, one of those things where you stick to it and you and and something Lady Tyra said is so, so true uh, to where we literally have to be in that place to say, uh, you know, that like I go exercise at 4 a.m. in the morning. A um, uh, lot of things I was doing at 3 a.m., some things I was doing at 12 noon, but I noticed in my diligence of doing my lunch with Lady, everything and everybody came out the kitchen you know, sink at that time of the morning. And I'm like, oh my God. So it this didn't matter how many times I change it to fit the person's schedule, but not my own.
5: See, so you see
3: that's a negative. So it's like God has so much potential in each and every one of us, but if we don't watch it, we have these little things that seeps in to literally kill what God's trying to do. So but it's habits and and if you're a person like me, you make your I've made myself available to people all my life. So to say no was a bad thing for me. So the first thing mm-hmm. I had to do to break habits, I literally had to learn an anointed no. And no, mean hey, not at this time because I already have something allotted at this time. Right. Not you know because because it it got in the way of the purpose of that thing in which God had given me. So without the work, we can't do it. Without God, if we want to do it in our own strength, we'll never do it. I do believe that, and yeah. and that's it. Can can for you now?
1: Can both of you guys kind of give me an understanding of what you mean by cycles? Uh, um, I think that would be a, would help us a lot. And we can understand, um, especially when it comes to resolutions.
0: Oh, yes, man. When I tell you the first thing that pops in my mind is one of the things lady talked about putting ourselves second and putting other people's projects first, right? There's, well, I can't go work out or I don't want to ask my husband to watch the kids because he's right. worked a long day. So I'll just skip the gym today. Or yeah. my sister called and she needs me to pick up. And you find that every year yeah. you feel like that you've been on the back burn yeah. Or every year mm-hmm. you see you started projects all year. I remember when I was uh trying to get my license the first time, my investment license the first time. It was one of those things you have to take a class, you have to study, you go to study groups. It just is a process. And I yeah. kept finding for two years straight that. I would, I would wake up and I would be like, this is what I'm doing this year. I promised myself, broken promises to myself. And then two years later, I still didn't have a license. But everybody else's projects I worked on came to fruition.
1: Wow. My clients,
0: they were doing well. But one of Tyra's desires of her heart wasn't being fulfilled. That's what we mean by cycles. And so if you begin to see where you lose weight at the end of the year, but by the end of the year, you're 20 pounds heavier. Or you start a project, but by the summer, that project has waned off. And you're like, well, I don't have the partners. I don't have this, that, or the other. Mm -hmm. That's a good key in cycles. And then one last thing that that Lady D brought up that I think is so powerful. When we get into the mindset that we're not enough or that we're inadequate, we become very afraid of giving other people the credit. Because it sounds Mm -hmm. like I'm not doing enough with my life. To me, the crazy part is the Lord says that he will give us the desires of our heart. He's he not coming down to sit next to you to give you the life. It, this is what Tyra has to give. He ain't come and sit next to me to give me a license. But what he will do is give me people across my path who are licensed, yeah. who can tell me this is how you study for the test. See, God will give you the desires of your heart, but he's going to send you the people. and going to send you the resources. He's going to send you the classes. You see these random things pop up in your email and you're like, Oh God, I was just Googling that, right? <laughs> right. I know right. that is creepy, but I tell you, God creepy. You some creepy things. God has yeah. some creepy things to deliver yeah. to me exactly what I needed, exactly what I was looking for. And so right. I often tell the people that um, a lot of people, I, I did the YouTube video and people um, study from it. And a lot mm-hmm. of people have emailed me over time and I'm like, y'all, I was a C student, high school and college. I'm not that brilliant. It's just that because... I knew how to study. I was able to pass this test and I knew that my notes could help other people. So I began sharing them. But it wasn't because Tyra was so different from you. It was that God put it on my heart to share these notes. And now you have access to it to meet your purpose. And so all of us are really in this thing together. And so I love Lady D brought up about that. You can get out of a lot of your cycles by just paying attention to what is God bringing into my midst to help me accomplish what's the true desire of my heart.
1: Right. That's
2: good. Mm -hmm. Amen. Do you mind if I add to that a little bit? Um, Also, what happens when we are in this vicious cycle is that we begin to see progress. And because of whether it's uh, brokenness or whatever you've been through in your past, you find yourself self sabotaging yourself. Mm.
4: Mm -hmm. Just
2: as progress is starting to uh, take place, something in you becomes fearful, and you will find your own reason why not to complete it you will you will even um put yourself in somebody else's destiny (laughs) you know what i mean because somewhere in you you don't think that you're good enough
0: yes pastor Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: and so um and that's in weight loss that's in business um i've seen it i've done it and i've seen it over and over and over
1: wow self-sabotage
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. The enemy. You know
0: what? To me, there's another piece to that that I, I always see is that many times we're working on something that is a should do and not a want to. We're working right. on something that other people have said you need to lose weight, or other people have said you should go back to school.
1: So it's not even your heart. It's not even in your heart yes. to do this. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. And so you you start burning your own bridges. Uh, because that's not really where you want to be, you know. And it's amazing because our the word tells us so many things that I think have practical application that we we often don't look at it this way. But I love uh, there's a scripture that that talks about um, whatever things are honest, just yeah, uh, yeah. Philippians four and eight. Um, whatever things are pure and lovely, think on mm-hmm. those things. If you're that's if right. you are focused on something and it begins to make you feel less than it makes you feel like right. I should be ashamed of myself or it makes you feel like this is not where I belong. Those yeah. in my opinion are indications because there's a healthy fear. Like for example, every time I, I start to talk to a new client, I have a healthy nervousness and fear. Mm-hmm. I still yeah. hold on to the day that Aminga looked at me and told me, uh Pastor Aminga looked at me and told me, you are really good at this. Like lean into that. You know, because she had to remind me, you have no reason to be nervous. You know what you're doing. And so I still have to hold on to that piece because there's a, a, I would call it a natural fear of, am I going to get it right? Am I going to be the best that I can be? But then there's other places where you're working on something that feels very negative or it feels like I should be further along than this. Mm -hmm. Right. Pay attention Mm -hmm. to those spots. Right. Right. Know that those thoughts may not be your own. Every thought that we have going through our head doesn't originate with us. And so if other people are pushing you towards something, but it doesn't gel in your gut, walk away from it. Even if it may look like, you might look stupid, leave it. It may be that you decided to quit school because you found out that that wasn't really what you wanted to do. Right? That's okay, too, because God might have put you in school for the, the purpose that he had for you at that time, to connect with the right person that you needed. And you can move away from that and move into your purpose, move into your passion projects, move into the things that make you really feel like yourself.
1: Amen. Mm-hmm. I want to remind everybody that the uh, the call lines are open. Uh, as Shauna, she just said that we can't allow our feelings to steal our focus, and that's really good. And I think yeah. you can call in and tell us why you said that. Um, I was just thinking as you was talking, Tara. Is is resolution is New Year's resolution the right word?
2: Hmm. Hmm. a resolution like a resolve in something
1: hmm. I mean it's a question is that the right word we should be using
0: I kind of like the word resolution because it's about having a, a decision it's about making a decision mm-hmm. but well, I, I, the, the part that always trips me up is the new year's part and I stopped sitting them a long time ago because uh-huh. I started to feel like if I didn't change something else like if I didn't change my habits then I was never going to accomplish this thing, right? Because the thing is right. not the magical part. It's the choice I make every day to work on that thing. I, okay. I created, uh, a couple years ago, I created uh, something I call my weekly intention calendar. And I used it until it became a habit to me. Two things I would set an intention for. set In my spirit, I'm going to do these two things. And it, it's about really deciding who you are as a person. I knew that as a mom, I wanted to supply my baby with real food. So I was like, I'm I'm going to have as few microwave little options as possible. I want to make a plan to cook. Right. So that was one thing I had for myself. A second was that no matter how long it took to get certain things done, I wasn't going to quit on them, like writing my book or having my podcast, um, you know, serving certain clients, that kind of thing. So when you set an intention for yourself, you have to then make the time for that intention. Well, I knew that if I didn't make time, if I didn't create a habit, of studying or a habit of cooking, right. then I was I was never going to accomplish those two intentions. I was never going to accomplish those two goals. And so I, I do believe that when you are ready to make a resolution, which is like a firm commitment to something or a decision yeah. around something, you also have to say, okay, what are the other things in my life that are going to have to line up to match this? So this means I watch less TV because I cook or okay. this means, I plan certain days to do laundry because I can't try to do laundry every day and study. So that's okay. never gonna happen. And then I would use this, I had to do laundry as an excuse. Right? You ever you ever notice how some people will say, Well, I got these kids and yeah. I gotta take care of my husband and my job is so so I can't get this done. You could right. get it done. You just might have to make a different decision on how.
1: Yes. But
2: like you said, the, the word because that's so good. And as she's Saying that it, I just keep thinking about how even in our walk, you know, every th- we give ourselves an excuse because as soon as you're about to hit that threshold of mm-hmm. breakthrough, we start to find I gotta take care of my husband, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. But Psalms 51, 10 through 11 says, Create in me a new heart mm-hmm. and renew in me the right spirit. And so anything that we do, whether what we're, we're gonna call it resolution or a change or a breakthrough, if you will not putting God in it. None of it matters because right. it's only him that will open even your eyes to show you where you have self-self, to show you where you need to adjust some things and, and, and say no to friends. And because I have you on this path and when it gets hard, you have to have the fortitude and the breakthrough to break through that. And God will place those people around you that will pull you along. Right. You know what I mean? But we have to first have asked the holy spirit to create a new heart yeah. our desire has to truly be the desire of the lord because he said seeking first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all these things will be added so when you ask him anything it's going to be what he wants for you anyway so he's going to push you along it's going to be one does that make sense
1: That makes great sense Powerful. yeah yes. that's awesome hey shauna how you doing
4: hey hey everybody how are y'all i'm great hey, good Shana.
1: good hey. are you enjoying the show
4: I am so enjoying the show. It is so good. So full of meat. I'm so full over here eating (laughs) from everything that y'all are saying.
1: Good, good. What you got for us today?
4: So, no, I know you asked me to call in to explain what I meant by that about, you know, we can't allow our feelings to, you know, still our focus. And it was just reminding me of, you know, like the woman with the issue of blood. You know, I'm sure she felt frustrated. I'm sure this woman felt exhausted after bleeding for 12 years. You know, I'm sure she felt discouraged and she was probably, you know, hopeless and she probably felt broken. All of those things that we feel, she was probably overwhelmed. She probably even felt that her condition was unfair. You know, all of, you know, all these things that was, that had been happening to her for 12 years, she was dealing with this issue. But I believe that, you know, it's, it, it came a time when she believed that the H-I-M, the him, would be able to help her. And so her feelings didn't matter anymore because she knew that the him would help her. And so her focus shifted from her situation to her solution. And so I just feel like in this season, we have to shift our focus from the situation that we're in to the solution. And the solution is always the H-I-M <laughs> and the H-E-M. <laughs> we just need to touch that hymn, yeah. you know? And so mm-hmm. we have to learn how to do that in this season. Shift and just reach for the hymn. Amen. You know, Amen. whether it's the H-I-M or the H-E-M, it's still got the same anointing in it. Amen. And so yeah. I, I just believe that if we, you know, we just, we can't let our feelings still our focus. We have to stay focused on the
3: hymn.
1: Amen. That's good. Amen. Amen. Awesome.
3: I want to uh, go back to something we talked about earlier. um, And you had access about cycles. Um, I don't know. Prophetess remember this. This was one of the the lessons that the Lord had given me as, as I was dealing with P30 and breaking habits. Mm -hmm. And the thing I had to do a study on, because I heard it within me and you, sometimes I don't know if you, if the Lord deal with each of you all, like he does with me, He'll speak a word. And even though I may know it in the, you know, like just just by just knowing something. But then you have to go and study and go a little deeper It's two words, broken systems. And, you know, for for a moment that that puzzled me, what did broken system have to do with P30? And P30 just mean power 30 in in 30 days, make a power move. And so the Lord began to show different things, but let me stay right here on broken systems. And what the Lord began to show me, He took me from the scripture that talks about when Israel was in a, in a, in a place and they was drinking from a broken system. They made a choice. He said, what I was giving you was something that was clean, that was, that was whole, but you made a choice to drink from something that is broken. And yeah. so where it's, where the, where they were do, pulling their water out and because the system was broken is a natural example that the Lord was using. It was, it, it's have the ability to be contaminated with other, other, uh, you know, algaes and different things like that. And so then the Lord took me from that to this to say broken system. So he had me to look at individual lives and he says that. If first and this goes on with Shauna said and and many of us have said while we've been on this line about the mindset. Right. Mm -hmm. So in that we have grown, we have grown in and been raising families that had broken systems of financial um, habits, Uh broken systems that deals with relationships and why system, Um, because it's a it's a way that they were it's a way our family went about doing something. We woke up every day. We awake, awaken every day to a certain system of how to keep a job or how to mismanage money, how to yeah. mismanage relationships. And so in it, um, I find that when we can, you know, we have to get off of that track. We have to get out of that system of thinking because yeah. that system of thinking have broken us and caused us to make some of the most uh, idiotic decisions in life. And I, and I want yeah. us to go on record to say this, we're not saying that people should not make goals for themselves. Yes, they should make goals for themselves, but it's a matter of, you know, like we think it just because the clock turned and the year turned, that automatically that this is some, like you said earlier, apostle, that this is a magical moment where something is going to change. We're saying that, listen, it is it's it's important to set the goals for yourself, but you have to have a resolve, a resolute within oneself of how is it that I'm going to accomplish it with an action pain plane behind it. Most of the time, I find that when we can find the issue, the thing and what I find is that because I grew up very poor, right? And so in it, not knowing how to manage money, but through the process of life and the education that God have given me, now I understand the dynamics of money. And how does how do it works and what it means to budget and what it means to pay my bills, what it means to invest. I understand the dynamics as they come to the demographics and what my target is as I'm dealing with business, because yeah. a lot of times we have we you you, you understand what I'm saying thus far. Yeah. yeah. When, when we I, I didn't for what the picture that I am right now at 49 is not the same system that I grew up in. But it took the Lord, me allowing God, and guess what? Studying and showing myself approved, reading and wanting to get out of the situation, wanting to have better for my family, wanting to, you know, wanting to accomplish and, and keeping forth the goal that I had inside, cause my, my thing is always to be successful, a successful businesswoman, a successful minister. Now, you know, uh, whatever yeah. the Lord put at my hand, I just want success at it. But in order for that, it comes with discipline with Prophet said earlier. So everything in what we are saying, yes, it all goes in hand, hand in hand with it, but we cannot allow the emotions or the, the different things from our life style of what we grew up in that system of family, where, where, whatever, however, uh, uh, you know, like my, like I told you, mine manly was finances and also relationships. You know, you'll find where you, you can't hold, uh, you, you know, that's a big thing, man. Most people don't understand that. In business, um, it's people, it, when you're bad with relationship management, you can't even keep a good business relationship, a good yeah. friendship mm-hmm. relationship because yeah. you don't have what is called emotional maturity to be able to handle that. You understand right. that? And so it comes with self-awareness. It comes with adaptability. It comes with you understanding oneself. Many times we, we you know, when we do not. Uh, I call it self-awareness when we because we're ready to discern the world. Oh, my yeah. God, right. I'm ready right. to discern right. everybody around me rather mm-hmm. than let me first put myself in check and hold myself accountable. Right. And then from there, guess what? I could be able to deal with anything that comes my way because then I'm not emotionally
1: Right. Moving
3: in the course of this thing. But that's what I just wanted to share because I know we got so much more to deal with. But broken systems is another thing. And that helps break the cycles that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. You know, we, we'll be in a repetitive place just doing the same thing. And, and you know, of course, like you say, by February, it'll be over with, you know, and then come right. December or two months before the year's over, we'll be back in the same cycle again.
1: And it kind of goes back to my question when I was saying about... Um is resolution the wrong term? Because if if it is a broken system, then the word resolution doesn't hold any weight in my life anymore. Because it's been broken so many times that resolution doesn't hold any weight. And if the word resolution or New Year's resolution doesn't hold any weight, then I won't give it any weight in February. You see what I'm saying? So, um, so by the time you know, the the middle of the month comes, it stops losing any weight in my life. And now I, I I don't hold it that 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 um whatever that thing was I was trying to change. I don't hold it to any esteem because I threw New Year's resolution in front of it and I don't oh. hold I don't hold any power on it. Right. Right. Let's look at the definition of it. It says a firm, a firm decision
3: to do or not to do something. Mm-hmm. That's one. The mm-hmm. second one says a quality of being determined or resolute. Right. So it's it's something with the intent to resolve, like someone said before, a decision or am mm-hmm. uh, that someone is pushing for, is right. going for. But it goes back to habits, discipline. Hmm.
0: Right. And that that true desire. Right. There's certain things. Yeah. uh, And I talk about how these things will call out to you. You can't outrun them. Right. So, you know that when they're meant for you, there are things that you can't shake off. There are things that God wakes you up three o'clock in the morning talking about. Yes. You know how many times I have wanted to quit financial services? I have wanted to quit financial. I'm an introvert. Y'all. I like to be by myself. I have one a business where I have to be very public and talk to strangers. That's so uncomfortable. But, you know, what's one thing God always puts on my heart. Unless our people get the money right, the prince of the air will continue to fill our airwaves, which is filling our kids and our future generations with junk. Yeah. And so until the, the church, until we, the people have our money, right, we're not going to be able to invest in the right public servants right. like mm-hmm. people like Pastor Robert Maxey that deserve to be an elected official that can be our true leader. Right. We mm-hmm. won't be able to invest in people like that so that we have the right leaders. We won't be able to invest in the right television networks that can produce right. quality programming that's also fun. For people, we won't be able to invest in our churches to have missions, like until we get the money part together, right? Not just the buying planes, big church money part, but I'm talking about like the the, of changing systems money part. And so, I encourage everybody to go check out uh, what you were talking about, um, um, lady. Michael, mm-hmm. uh, it's in Jeremiah 2 and 13. Y'all gotta dive into that and understanding what a cistern is. It holds yeah. the water, yes. right? And right. so if it's broken, it's allowing all this bacteria and algae in. It's leaking yeah. water out. Think right. about how that operates in your life when we have not healed and we've not allowed, allowed God to come into some of the places that really, really hurt. When we have not healed some of those places, We'll find that self sabotage that Pastor Minka talked about earlier yes. continuing to rear its ugly head, right? So yeah. it becomes, you know, when love comes into our life, we say, you know, who's gonna love me? My my daddy walked out on me when I was six years Come old. Come on, who's really right, gonna love me?
5: Right, Go right. right?
0: So I don't trust this guy. He must get somebody.
3: Yes. Or when wow. the best
0: position comes up for us at work, it becomes. I got to cover my butt. I know they're probably trying to catch. well, what it, that's the, the word right. says you're going to have right. what you say you have. And so right. if you repeat yeah. that kind of stuff, that's what you'll have. And so it, it just takes that work. It takes that self-awareness because we all have it. I don't care how good and smart I am. I know I still have it, right? In some area or another, yeah. you're just working it out. Um, we work out this this faith of ours.
3: We're working it out. Yeah. That's right. Let me let me say this before we move on. Look, it's a scripture in Ecclesiastes um, that says, it talks about Shiloh. The grave does not hold no knowledge. It does not hold no value. Uh, wisdom is gone. Once, in other words, the make it lamest, they say, once we die, there's no wisdom. There's no knowledge. There's no nothing in the grave, right? But this is the beautiful part of that scripture. It says, but chance and opportunity come to us all. I tell this to people. Wow. I say, the Lord have promised that an opportunity and a chance is going to come to us to make a difference in whatever vernacular, whatever place that we are working in, whatever thing He has put at our hands. But many times we miss the, you, it's almost like a football player that they have run that place so much and they know exactly where that player is going to be. And that yeah. player knows that guess what? That that uh quarterback will release that ball and when that you know other I player co- Yeah Yeah, that's it. And so what happened is we miss our kairos, we miss we miss our fitted season, that chance that God have given us because why? Where we should have been studying the show I self approve. We were maybe on the back end looking at some seasons you know like uh, uh, what do you call it looking binging on episode after episodes of shows 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 that on. was on television. And so right. we'll find ourselves, and that's why sometimes, you know, when I look at it, I say I don't bash the the Lord's preachers, because when I study their life and when I look at it, you know, some of them, yes, they was on the coattail of daddy and got there in the wrong place or whatever. Right, right. But I'm talking about those that have really studied to show themselves approved. You understand yeah, they put that? Put the work. The, come on oh, that's what I'm saying, Apostle. They yeah. put in the work and the Lord said in his word in Psalms, He say, ask for the nation. I'm gonna yep. give it to you. You understand that he said, but I'm not. A, when when we have done our part in the secret, he said, for I'm the one that rewards you in the opening. Yeah. And so so you know so I think and I know that it's just it's just it's about changing the mindset. That's what we're talking about tonight. It's about it's it's about everybody change because we had to change our mindset to get out of the rut where we were, you know. And yeah. and and so I just love this. This is a great great um. This is a great set tonight. I really love it. Yeah. So I just wanted to make sure I I say that tonight. That chance and opportunity to come to us all. That's Amen. found in the word.
1: Yeah. So so where do we go after we've made the resolutions, after we've we've set our mind to do it, and we've asked God to help us get there. Now how do we uh carry out the purpose of God? How do we carry out the purpose in our life and to make sure we, we don't go backwards?
2: I like how Tara said, um, until it became a habit, you know, she uh, set these goals or these desires that she wanted to do every uh-huh. single morning. And, um, she put those in place and she did them every single day, you know, and then she, she found her own balance and, and, and how to do it. But what you had to do is set some, some guidelines for yourself right? and say, Hey, like for me, I know that, um, There's certain things that I, from from my own mental health, my emotional health, there's certain things that I love to do every single day. Is not um, a religious thing. It's something I just like. It gives me. My face. No,
1: no, no. Is this a spiritual thing or is this just a physical thing? Is this a, a you see what I'm saying? No. How do I merge the two to make this a physical and spiritual thing? Well, to, that's what I was getting. In at. order it's, for it to work, it has to be both.
2: Exactly. Well, thank you for answering that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes.
1: It's, Did I it's, answer the question?
2: Yeah. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> but yes, it's a, it's a spiritual thing and a natural thing in it. Again, like I said, it's discipline. When I do certain things, right? Because early in the morning when I seek you. So early in the morning when I seek the Lord, I, it's, he sets my day. Okay. You know what I mean? And so I place my desires, my petitions before him and open myself to be available mm-hmm. to let him guide me in those things that I feel he has led me to do. You know I mean? But first, it's early in the morning, getting up and putting him first, you know, and that, and that one discipline will add to the next discipline and then the next mm. discipline. You know what I mean? And so and even in that, my choices of what time I get up, it doesn't affect anybody in my family. It's the sacrifice I have to make. See, so many times we want these resolutions and we want to make these changes and everybody else have to suffer because of something you decided you want to do. You know what I mean? And then we want to blame other people because we feel like we failed because they didn't join in or support or however we want to look at it. And so right. again, your decision has to be your decision based on you and what you're willing to sacrifice in order to accomplish that resolution or goal. You saying? That's Because awesome. how bad do you want it? Because the Bible says, even in our walk, it says, um, you know, God doesn't. Um, Um, He doesn't tempt us, but he will test us and he will allow us because how bad do you want it? You know, if you think it's going to be overnight, you think it's something that's going to always be hunky dory. When the trials and tribulations come, you're going to fall. And that's anything in life.
0: (laughs) So, Amen. How bad. Miss Shauna says shortcuts are for computers, not callings. It's going to take sacrifice. And I think you got to know, you know, I I believe one of the first steps is clarity. You got to know that that's really what you want to do, dig into where's this coming from? Where's this idea for this resolution really coming from? Do I really want it? And then align your thoughts. I love the idea of seeking God early in the morning. That's my prayer time when I pray over my family, but it's also my gratefulness time. And I believe gratefulness has done a great shift in me because of some of the things I went through in my young adult life, Um, being molested, you know, coming from a broken family Um, not feeling very pretty, just so many, you know, being teased as a kid, so many things that just broke my spirit when I was younger. It was my gratefulness. For the things in my life that were wonderful, it was developing that habit of gratefulness every day to count five things I'm truly grateful for that shifted something in me and it created a beauty in, in Tyra that I didn't have when I was younger. And so I would definitely say aligning those thoughts. And I believe that that starts with knowing what you really want Then you align Careful. those thoughts with what God has a vision for you and his promises for you. And you'll you'll start to see habits develop out of that.
2: That's right. Yes, yes, and also setting realistic.
1: That's right. Yes,
2: being being real, being realistic. You know, uh, we was listening to something yesterday, and about um, it was a blogger, and they was talking about how they were asking a friend of theirs about um, you know how to. uh, start a business There was a certain business that they were doing that they were successful at and it seemed like they were uh, just kind of going in circles and you know you have to be disciplined and, yeah. but wouldn't really give them the steps and it kind of goes back to what we talked about at the beginning about um people you know not wanting to see each other succeed right you know what I mean yeah and and sometimes you know you know our goal may be to start a business but maybe you just need to um, get a mentor first you know, for that year or for the six months. I mean, being realistic to understand that it's going to take time. It doesn't happen overnight. And allowing God to place that person who is going to pour into you and um, understanding the value of that person and not taking them for granted. You know what I'm saying? So, um, setting realistic uh, goals.
5: Amen. Daniel? Hey, how you doing, brother? Hey, man. How y'all doing? Um... So, I mean, I might have got lost in all the other com- conversation, but I was mainly looking at the title was why uh, New Year's resolutions fail. And I wanted to call about that because I know why every other New Year's resolution that I've ever made has failed for me. Um I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to quit, you know, um going to work late and all this other stuff. It, and it was all because it was, these are things that I planned that I was going to do in my own power, which never works. Like, and, and, and all, in all honesty, I'm a failure. Like I, I, I fail at my own goals and whenever we set the standard so high for something for us to be accomplished, that only God can do through us. Whenever we say, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do this, the only thing that we can really feel, the only thing I feel that we can really do, that we can say, I'm going to do better is I'm going to improve my relationship with God this year, you know? And I think that with that being a new year's resolution, like he will work other things out in you. It's like, there might be things that you want to accomplish or might be things that you want to become better at, but it's, it's setting the goal and, um, it's doing it in your own strength with, which never works. Like it's, exactly. it's, 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 always a dead end. It, it always comes to, okay, well, I gave it all I got and that was all I had. So, right. you know, because human strength is limited, you know? So the only time that I felt a breakthrough and something changing was whenever I gave it to God. So that's one of the reasons why New Year's resolutions fail. I feel in my life now, just speaking about myself, so often is because it's like, well, I'm going to do this this year. I'm going to do this better. Well, there's two things. Number one, if I'm relying on my own power or my own strength to do it, I'm going to fail yeah. because we're not we're not made to succeed without Him. Yeah, and. And two, it's like, you know, I'm reaching for something that's if God don't want me to have it, I'm not going to get it. You know, if sometimes those trials that we're going through that we plan on doing better in is really him putting us in a certain place to where we need to call out to him to get us through it. You know, so, um, yeah, I mean, that's why New Year's resolutions have always failed for me in the past. Because number one, and I'm just being real, y'all. Like, I was probably at a New Year's party, and I was probably drunk, and I was like, I'm gonna quit smoking this year. But that's, (laughs) you know, I, you know, I can't do that. Like, I mean, I need God for that. I'm gonna quit cussing this year. No, it's like, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I can't quit cussing if God doesn't remove those, that foul language from me because I'm just a sinful man without Him. You know, so that's just basically all I wanted to say was that we can set goals all day, every day. You know, we can wait till once a year and then then fail regularly like they're supposed to without without his guidance and without, you know, his strength. Or we can just give it to him and say, this is what I'm looking forward to. This is what I would like to accomplish. But I know that I can only do it like this is not possible with men, but it's possible with God. So, you know, I mean, I, I'm not exactly. trying to get all like super spiritual or nothing,
2: No,
1: you but know, I'm Daniel, just saying. Daniel, Yeah. Proverbs, Proverbs
2: 16 and 9 says, it goes along exactly with what you just said. The heart of man plans for his own ways, but the Lord establishes his steps. That yes,
5: exactly yes. You,
2: just said, you know, and I love the but because but cancel out everything else that the man <laughs> established in his own heart. <laughs> Because yeah, and,
5: and and I mean, I could say I'm going to be successful. I'm going to make half a million dollars this year. But you know what? If God don't want you to have it, He ain't going to give it to you. You know, and then He might just be protecting you from the very thing that could hurt you the most. You know, so I, I like I said, I do believe that that's why that that's why all of my previous New Year's resolutions have failed because it's like you know, it doesn't matter what day of the year it is. If you want to do better and you want to put it in God's hands, mm-hmm. he's going to put it in you to do better. And that's right. just it, you know. But mm-hmm. I'm sorry if I got off topic and everything, you guys. I was just no, saying what yeah, was man. on my it heart. You down,
1: and
5: uh, But I love y'all and, uh, you know, I appreciate everything. So uh God love bless. you too,
1: brother. God bless.
5: God bless. bless. Lady Sawana,
1: what do you think about what Daniel just said?
3: I agree. You know, when we started, uh, that's one of the things I said, that anything we do uh, do uh, apart from God, you know, it's you know, it's in our own strength. And earlier when you before Daniel came on and you and Lady was talking, you know, one of the things popping my mind, um, because I look at a lot of motivational speakers, uh, Lisa Nicholas and um, a lot of different people I've studied, you know, that's wealthy. And what I found that in their portfolio, a lot of them are not believers, but they are right. wealthy. And right. so I was going to, once I was waiting for you to finish, like for a second, let's play the devil's advocate, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because of course us being believers, we we firmly, and I believe just like Daniel, then anything I do outside of the will of the Lord is going to fail anyway. Right. But then we have those kind of parts that we could judge righteously according to the word, right? We're not calling them heathens, but right. we know that the level of, uh, success. And so I say to this, I can answer that. Uh is not to say that uh God blessed their hands to make uh those things work. It's such a thing that we have an evil com- counterpart that works in, in this world. world. Mm-hmm. And so it's lust and greed. And so yeah. on those seven mountains of influence that we have, you know, of course, the enemy, the Prince of Air, like uh, Lady Tower said earlier, yeah. you know, he's there trying to conquer mountains too. And he have his levels of people also And so they have a level of discipline that comes with them, also, you know. And so, so in that, um, in that, that's how I feel sometimes. Some of the people, like I think it was uh, one of the apostles of disciples in the Bible. uh, I think it was Jeremiah, if I'm not mistaken. He said, uh, "For my, I almost slip when I start seeing the prosperity of the wicked." Yes. and But but as That's soon right. as that began to happen, the Lord, began, you know, he took all those things away because the Lord is sovereign. He may allow, like King Nebuchadnezzar, to reign for a while for a season. Right. You know, he may allow that, but he allowed that because of the of the uh, sinful nature of Israel. That's and right. so Israel was put in captivity for to teach them a lesson. But then when Nebuchadnezzar got on the back of his balcony, even when he was warned by a dream and the prophet Daniel went to share, right. share with him what it meant, you know, the Lord still took his kingdom from him because he had a year to change his mind. And so I always tell people, don't get caught up in somebody else's slip screen, you know, yeah. uh, and you trying to figure out to do it their way. Um, you know, uh, and when you would do it their way outside of the realm of God, you know, it's it's OK. OK, if we're going to use the discipline and all those different things to say, OK, well, I know what it takes my motivation, my discipline, change your mind, change your heart uh, to go forward to do it. You know, but we know for us that believe in the Lord Jesus Christ um, that we know we cannot do it outside the will or the or the heart of the Lord. And so, right. when we are people that don't lean to our own understanding, but literally acknowledge the Lord and allowing Him to direct our path, then guess what? We can assure success. And like Daniel said, this, the level of success. You know, people people paint a picture of success, you know, a million dollars in the bank. You know, yeah. if we have it like like our ministry is a little bit smaller. And so someone else looking at it may say that's not success, you know, right. uh, or we look at someone mega ministry and we look at that to say that's successful. You know, so it's yeah. it, even when we talk to Fortune 500 and mom and pop. So it's about what is it that the Lord caters as success that you have you have re, you have gotten to that place that the Lord have desired for you. Uh, sometimes, believe it or not, it is a, it is the level of the things in which we can be trusted with. Now, that's the right. hard truth. The Bible says this. And I'm like, Daniel, you know, hey, and all of us that's on here, you know, you're not you're not trying to make it spiritual chunky. But hey, without the word, I don't know. All I know is the word is life. And the Uh word of giving me life and changed my life, you know, so that's the only thing I can lay back on, you know, that understand that rain did not come. You understand that did not come because it did not have a man to till the ground until man was able to be in the management position to be able to be a good steward. Rain came when the rain came. What did it do? It created seed to come from the ground. In other words, he created a harvest. Well, rain didn't come because man was not ready to do that thing in which was set in order, so it's no different in our lives. You know, yeah. we we waiting and we wanting the prosperity, wanting wanting these doors to come open. But will you still have the discipline? Is this the nail in your coffin? Is this the one thing that literally that God knows that we are not ready for in that respect? Because why we have not built ourselves up to that place, so the only thing we might manage is unwrapping a bubble gum from out of the paper wrap. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah. so to me, it's like in this place that discipline, having a, a renewed mind and all that we find in the Lord, no longer leaning on our own dependency, right? And allowing the Lord to break these strongholds and deliverance and Deliverance come to us, come to our heart right, and mind, right. our soul, our soul trauma, you know, things that keeps us in this repetitive cycle, you know? And so those are the things that I believe that listen will catapult us forward. Um, it's so I'm much not, more I want to talk about, but hey, I know time as well spent that I must be quiet for a second. But hey, no, I love some it. Some of the it's
1: most beautiful. important things that I've heard you say tonight is and especially even Tara has been around deliverance.
5: Yeah, and yeah.
1: so so even whatever we do that we want to overcome in this new season that we're walking in has sure. to, has to be around deliverance and, and yeah, deliverance yeah. from those past things that has been holding us bound and mm-hmm. um and coming into this new season where, wherever it be our weight loss or uh on walk in christ or um relating to people better and relating to ourselves better treating ourselves better whatever it is that we want to do it all comes down to deliverance and <clears throat> We, in order to, to, to gain hold of those new things, we have to let go of those old things and be delivered from them. Come on. So yeah, are, are we being delivered from the old ways, those old ways of thinking, those old way of doing things, the old spiritual bondage to walk into this new season and to walk into you know we keep saying resolutions, but really this is not even resolutions. This is new spiritual life. Come on. Yeah. Amen.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Can I share this real quickly? It's no different. Thank you, sir. Um, It's no different than this retreat that I have every year. Now, my first year of doing this retreat, first of all, I've never seen it done in a luxury like mansion type house. Small number of women that comes and the Lord give me such a big mandate. Now, I'm from the Ponderosa. Many don't understand that. This is a little hick town in convent. Uh, live in a shotgun house and the Lord put a mandate on me to encourage and help bring his daughters to deliverance. But when they come to this house, they are to be treated as queens and being taken care of. Um, Once they get to this house, they don't have to worry about anything. Now, let me tell you, I'm not doing a promo for my retreat. This is why I'm saying this. And he told me what is my demographics, who I need to target, those working women, women that's in ministry uh, that's overseers of ministry because we are made available to everybody, but it gives us four days to ourself. vow yeah. of silence. It's not people preaching to you or anything like that, but it's that moment of commune with you and God. Now, now this is why I'm saying this pastor apostle. It's because I find more women come up with more excuses of finding why they're not deserving of such a retreat. There's no way I can't do that. My family, my this, my dad, my dad, and they are so burnt out and so tired. And but but now that's that side of the people that making the excuse now for me to do my first. Now, I'm going on five years now. But for my first, I had to break every negative demon from out of my head. The one yep. that reminded me of my past, the one that reminded me, you know, why do you think you could do this? This makes no sense. Like, how could you do something of this magnitude? That is nothing available. But so I had to break it. You understand? I had to break yeah. that low level. It's a it's a thinking that the mm-hmm. Lord showed me a long time ago. It's called tawdry thinking. It's poor quality of thinking. So I had to break that thinking in order to. Do what God called me to do, so it 's about breaking the thinking you know, and yeah. no more excuses listen let's do it's about understanding knowing it, and going forward once you know that the Lord have given it to you, he is the one that provides he's the one that literally causes everything to come together. And it listen, it supersedes your expectation. Right. And so yes, when, when God puts something at your hand, it's like one of those things when God is in the lead, listen, it seems impossible for you. You know that. And so yeah. in that, and then God touches and breathes on it, and like you like, wow, God, I I would have never known that you had invested that inside of me, you know? And so yeah. you know, and that's what that's what I that's what I love. I just wanted to share that. That's kind of like similar testimony. Amen you know, a breaking habits and having a new mindset. And it's my heart. Like my passion is that changing lives. Oh, I love it. That's my passion.
1: Wow. Wow. Amiga said, um, when we fail at our resolutions, we put ourselves back in bondage.
2: Yeah.
1: That's it. That is it. Wow. Mm -hmm. What a show. What a show. I think everything was amazing. Wow, I just want to thank you, lady. You, you Wow, everything you brought tonight was on point. And um, same thing with Tyra Banks. I, I don't know if you still listen, Tyra, but everything you said tonight was amazing. Um, sorry your call dropped, but I know you had other stuff that you had to get to tonight. But thank you for everything that you brought tonight. Everything. Thank you to my amazing co-host. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> a really,
2: yes, a very powerful show and um, just very excited. I think we could talk yes. about
1: this. We could have we could have talked for another hour, man. Yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> so thank you guys, and I just want to thank everybody that tuned in, and I thank you for the callers that called in. It was a great show, and, and we'll be back here next week, uh, Tuesday at seven p.m. So I love you. God bless. God bless. You.